Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hello, you are listening to the dork forest with Jackie Cation I, coincidentally enough, am Jackie Cation you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you enjoy a determiner. The Dork Forest is a podcast that's on all the platforms, your iTunes, and then I, I populate it over to YouTube. It's on Stitcher and Pandora and Spotify, and but wherever you listen to podcasts, hopefully uh, it makes it available in a thousand different ways. It is November, and I'll also use this for December. Uh, this month, I ask that you not donate to the Dork Forest. If you want to support the Dork Forest, you can. You can order from Amazon using the tiny link that just takes you to Amazon and you order like normal. You can buy merch on the store page on JackieCation.com. You can go to the Bandcamp DorkForest.com and buy extra episodes and stories and stuff if you like to do that. You can come and see me do stand-up comedy at uh, which my tour is all over JackieCation.com. And in November and December, I'm actually on the road quite a bit, including Minneapolis and Madison, uh, Wisconsin. So those are my... But don't donate. Don't use the PayPal button to donate. And if you're doing it monthly, know that your donation uh, will be going to the LA Food Bank. Because what I ask is that you don't donate to the Dork Forest in November and December, and instead donate to your local food bank. Go to feedingamerica.com if you are in the United States, put in your zip code, and it'll tell you your local food bank. Or you can just Google the words food bank and the name of your town. That happens all over the world. You can do that anywhere in the world. But just uh, for these two months, uh, just uh, help people around you. That's all I'm saying. Other than that... The Dork for we should do the credits. Yes, Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with Sarah Cohen, his wife, and he will sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady fixes this audio, and Vilmos still fixing JackieCation.com, bless his heart. Anyway, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am in my living room, but I'm with Tom Tran. We've met several times. Hello. We met again. I asked you to be on the show. It's a great story. Very Welcome. exciting. I actually... <laughs> Uh, I went home, and, yeah. I was, and, I, and normally I try to sneak in to the house because my wife will be sleeping. Sure. And uh, I woke her up. I was like, Jackie Cation was, uh, uh, was at Flappers, Oh, and I didn't suck. And my wife was like, that's good. Go to sleep. Tell me tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. And she's like, who? <laughs> there was that. She's like, it's, it's late. It's on a Tuesday. Great. Why are Great. we talking? I know. I can't, you know what? I, I sympathize. Tom Tran, by the way, it's T-H-O-M-T-R-A-N. Yes. And it's uh, underscore Tom Tran on all the things. Yes, right? all the things. So uh, get it together, folks, yeah. and go see him. So, but the, However, I do own TomTran.com spelled both ways. Oh, there you go. Because someone was squatting on the well, other Well, you know thing. what the Dork Forest? It's DorkForest.com. And then someone was like, is it TheDorkForest.com? And I was like, who cares about a determiner? So I purchased <laughs> TheDorkForest.com. My podcast is called Sex Jokes and Rock and Roll. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know how many different ways I had to spell sex jokes and rock and roll? And I bought them all. So it's like oh, really? sex jokes and rock and roll. Sex jokes and rock and roll. It's my accountant called. He's like, are you drunk buying URLs again? I'm like, what? I, guess I had to. Why the ends? Ampersands. Everybody's, yeah, but you can't ampersand a URL. 
Okay, well then it's got to be an and, A-N-D. But everybody spells a, it different. Everybody's a dum-dum then. Guns and roses. Sometimes it's guns and roses. Uh, like, I thought about it, and you know I'm why? such a... One of your dorkdoms <laughs> is uh, some hair metal. I'm Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm such a marketing freak, yeah. and I'm super OCD because of the army. Okay. Um, that I when I thought about it, it's like, well, what if... What if they spell it like this? And what if they spell... And then... And oh, in no. the end... Oh, no, I get why. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, why don't you light 100 bucks on fire? And, and uh, it's 15 bucks every year for like eight different URLs. Right. Which yeah. is which means you only... And granted, I'm doing it with two. And then plus I also bought FamilyPetAncestry.com and I point it towards JackieCasher.com because it makes me laugh. I tell you, laugh. I own pho... You know the Vietnamese soup pho? Yeah, I do. I own fuckingfunny.com and every iteration of <laughs> fucking hilarious, and they just redirect to my website. Oh, my goodness. You're like, what's your favorite kind of pho? Before, this is exactly what I did to Adam <laughs> uh, Conover yesterday. I started talking about food. But I promise we will talk about your dork. Oh, no. I went to Vietnam. Okay. And it was a delight. And the yes. food was amazing. Mm. And day three... Um, our tour guide, whose name I'm spacing right now. His last name was Wynn, but uh, Jeff. Th- Jeff Wynn. No, he was from <laughs> He's North an Vietnam. Anchor. And, He's uh, an anchor on CBS. Is there a guy named? <laughs> but uh, so, the, but day three, everybody on this old people tour, right? That I was on uh-huh. because I don't know Vietnamese, and I'm like, well, show me what I want to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was great. He was amazing. Uh, I have Vietnamese coffee, by the way. Uh, I couldn't be. Anyway, you might not have wanted it, but uh, I love it. So the, uh, but day, and I just told the story on Adam's show, but it's true because I, we were all like, are we going to get Bon Me? <laughs> and the guy was like, you want 75 cent street sandwiches? What is happening? <laughs> I've been bringing you to people's homes. Yeah. They've been making you beautiful dinners yeah. for $6. Yeah. And uh, we're like, no, no, don't stop doing that. Yeah. We would also like Bon Me. And uh, he's like, yes, yes, yeah. let me, please, let me yeah. bring you to a cilantro sandwich before you die. Yes. And uh, and we did, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a place over in the valley on uh, Sepulveda and Victory that yeah. has the best pho in the valley. That's the one I go to. All right. Yeah. I go there. There's a LA Fitness down the street. Yeah. I go to the gym on the weekends, mm-hmm. and they op- it, the restaurant it, opens at 10 a.m. I'm done working out. I go. I And get have a nice pho. breakfast pho? Yes. Good or for lunch. you. Yeah, and then a brunchy pho. A brunchy pho. Mm-hmm. Um, I had fun. By the way, I was just in Utah, and um, I don't know if you know this about the Mormons. You do. Uh, they're everywhere. And I was uh, engaged to one. Uh, okay, for and a they long went time. to Vietnam and uh, really got some people to move to Salt Lake City. Really? So they have some very nice Vietnamese oh, food, uh, as you can imagine. And uh, so I had pho uh, when I was there on Saturday. I was just in Orange County doing a, a Veterans Day event on Monday, mm-hmm. and I feel bad about the fact that I didn't stop and get some Vietnamese food. Oh, have you had uh, pho quan? No. It is essentially wrapped noodles with the stuff that's in pho, but just in a noodle. Really? And then you eat it, and I've, you uh, are happy. I've not heard about this yet. It's like, it's just... Where is this? It was in Hanoi. Uh, hmm. Well, yeah. that's... Um, no. Well, and I found it... Um, one other place it wasn't as good as you can imagine. Was it now? Was it the the noodles and like the cilantro and all this stuff wrapped the, in something? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. I've not heard. This. I will show you a picture later. Yeah. Uh, let's just say this, Tom Fran. Yeah. 
You didn't come on here to talk about pho. But I do love pho. <laughs> but people love... Who doesn't love a big soup? We can talk Vietnamese food all day. What is the name of the, the Armed Forces uh, tour that you do? Uh, it's called the GIs of Comedy. That's it. It's and a group it is, I created. Group you created. You go uh, overseas and perform for the troops yes. in different various places. Mm-hmm. And all of the comics that you go with are uh, were in the Army. Army uh, or just armed forces? In the, we're I have twelve different guys on the group now. Okay, we're all from different branches of the military. So I was. You need ladies. Um, you got to find some women yes. veterans. Yes, you got to. I, I was thinking about it. I was like, what? What do they just get jobs uh, and not become comics? No, there's uh, a female Air Force comic that okay. uh, who works here. She's she's more of a, a TV writer, but okay. she's also a very funny comedian. Um, and I've had her do some shows with us here locally. Right. Um. Haven't had a chance to get her out on a tour. Right, right. I will. Uh, you know what I'm going to do because I'm a meddler. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start looking into it. Okay. I start sending you <laughs> names because I will. Please. Because I have a nose problem. I had. It um, turns out I'm on the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> the Erie Canal. I yes. uh, I tried. At one point, I had um, an army guy. I mean, I'm in the army. I've got an right. Air Force lieutenant colonel. Okay. Uh, I've got a Marine, Navy sailor. Right. A bunch of guys. And at one time, as a joke, I was doing, I was doing a public speaking thing for some armed forces recruiters here in town. Right. And as a joke, I said, hey, look, I've got a Vietnamese guy in the Army, a black guy in the Air Force, white guy in the Marine Corps. Yep. All I need is a, a Muslim in the Coast Guard, and I will be all set. Yeah. And I said it as a joke. Yeah. A couple days later, I get an email from the, like, the head of Coast Guard recruiting on the West Coast. And it's like, is that, if anybody knows of co- a, a funny uh, Muslim uh, Coast Guardsman, email Staff Sergeant Tom Tran. And I'm like... Oh, that was a that was a joke. And yes, you're like I don't know, but I'll sure. take it. I'll what the take heck? It. Yeah, you can get me one. You're, and mix it up because yeah. you know what? Maybe there's a maybe there's a, a Muslim guy in the in the army who yeah. doesn't get any jokes. <laughs> so now he gets a guy who tells him jokes that uh, he can relate to. I think that's why our group has been successful because we can we can make things relate to not just people in the military, but like I do a lot of the same jokes. Like I'm going to be at Hermosa Comedy Club tonight and I'm yeah. probably going to do most of the same jokes tonight. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that was so funny because I just came back from one of those things and um, with Vargas Mason, you know, Vargas, right. right? Vargas gave my first spot in LA. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, I was like, I'm just going to, you know, it's, I, I, I'm not gonna. It was. It's so funny because sometimes Vargas will book it. He'll he'll say, "I need it to be PG-13," and I was like, "Yeah, that's what people in a war zone want. They want you to not discuss their balls." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> and I don't really have that those jokes. <laughs> right. But um, it 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 uh, it's yeah. The jokes are pretty much the same wherever I go. I may have to go to the vault, mm. you know, to kind of mix it up if if the crowd's you know super young or super yeah. old or super. Whatever. I referenced the greatest American hero um, on a show once. I was like, okay, uh, maybe this will work down at Comic Con. Exactly. <laughs> people will know uh, that and reference. People are forty, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which will also help if you're my friends. Basically, um, the last run I did, I don't know why. Uh, the the because uh, um, I want you to like me. Uh, that's why. Uh, so the last run I did, uh, everyone was so young mm. that I ended up writing a pro condom joke uh by the end of the run i and i still do it i'm like yeah people need to hear that the condoms are the way to go <laughs> and uh and it was so funny by the third time i did it i would watch uh i would i would sometimes catch an officer in the back going yeah just nodding <laughs> yeah yeah fucking yeah. tell tell these little shits yeah and i'm sick of looking hearing about their sores yeah and uh so 
combat yeah. medics love going out into the field. Like I have a buddy that's a medic, mm-hmm. and like when you're garrison on in in the states, you know, combat medics a lot of time they think, oh yeah, it's going to be a lot of running and gunning, saving guys on the battlefield. But we're in their states when they're home training yeah it's a lot of hey doc what's this on my dick right what's this other thing on my yes dick? and then you get down range and mm-hmm. you still think you're going to do a lot of like black hawk down running in saving guys there's still a lot of hey right. what's this on my dick like what are you having what are you fucking in the middle of what the are desert you doing where yeah. yeah where did you find that sandstorm sure okay, please super, do super. and uh but the the uh, the uh my dad was a navy medic mm. uh who was lent to the marines and famously uh, in my mind, anyway, has consistently always said, did you know the Marines uh, get their medics from the Navy? I didn't. And then he spent <laughs> Corbin, six years. that's what they're called. Yeah, right. It was like he spent six years with the Marines. He was like, I was I was not anywhere near being a Marine. Yeah. They were really cool guys, though. Yeah. Anyway, but he spent most of his time uh, delivering babies and dealing with car accidents yeah. uh, in San Diego. God loves medics. So, uh, so he did. Uh, I was like, did you deliver any of us? And he said, no, no. I didn't want to give you the illusion that we'd be there for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, out loud. Anyway, um, speaking of heroes, let us discuss, finally, your dorkdom. Because we are 10 minutes into this thing. <laughs> what, Jackie? <laughs> it's actually 11. The Flash, The Flash, Barry Allen, and uh, the other iterations of the Silver the Age Flash. Yes. Flash. I love The Flash. And of, I, I think I love The Flash for the same reason I love Van Halen. Like, right around... That coming of age time for me, like 91, yeah. 92, okay. where they say, like, whatever it is that's in your life when you're 11, 12, 13 yeah. years old, that is the person you're going to be. Okay. And, um, like, I was always a comic book guy, but, yeah. uh, you know, I think at that time, like, Barry Allen had been killed in the comics. Like, they, they were doing a different iteration, but the John Wesley Ship, um, there was a, a CBS series, live action series back in uh, there 91. Was? Yes. With John Wesley Shipp, okay. who played The Flash. It lasted one season. That's why I didn't know. Okay. Yes. Um, it got moved around. It got screwed infamously because the, the Olympics were happening. Oh. Yes. So they kept moving around. So it was like it was like on a Thursday and then on a Monday and a and Sunday. In 91, people had VCRs, but it wasn't- uh, It wasn't th- like They, they weren't um, sort of u- the user interface. Right. You had to know exactly. Yes. It wouldn't look- Right. Just uh, for anyone out there right. uh, who, uh, you're, you know how your DVR looks for the show? Yeah. yeah, that wasn't happening. Yeah, there was no looking, there's there no not DVRs. 91. Yeah. yeah. So, right, so. Um, The Flash was my jam. And uh, that's when I, I mean, I had, I read comics, excuse me, I had read comics and then I discovered girls and, yep. then, and then just did more girl stuff. Right. Um, and then The Flash happened right around that, like, coming of age period and then the flash just became my jam and it was just my he's he's your superhero of choice i literally have a flash museum in my house okay it's uh it's what various. is in your flash museum i have a flash ring which infamously uh the flash wears a ring and Does his the costume flash? pops out of the ring oh and no he runs into the costume so i have a working flash For ring real? that pops open uh, there's no costume in there well but, obviously because uh, of space and time yes because uh, reality yeah um i've I have many different iterations of the the action figures. Like I have okay. the ones from like 1983, 1984, like the Super Friends when it was like, they, they, this is the original Super Friends. So Superman, okay. Batman, Wonder Woman. Even then the Flash was like my jam because he was a smart ass. Like okay. Superman was the Boy Scout. Batman was in that weird period of like he wasn't quite the Dark Knight yet. Yeah. But it was, it was 
a little while after Batman sixty six and Adam West it was still like But the, he was still the adult in the in, he the, was. in the group. Yes. Uh, and there was Wonder Woman, that was fine. Uh, <laughs> Hawkman, no one ever liked Hawkman. No one ever I don't even know what Hawkman's jam is. Please, if Hawkman is your jam, come on the show. Yes. But please. uh so And then debate me. <laughs> and then Aquaman and then Talk the to fish. fish. Talk to fish, which uh a current iteration of Aquaman much better. He's a um, yes. Yeah, I'm reading Aquaman right now. Jason Momoa's a badass in the in the new the, the, run. Yeah, the new run is uh, it's great actually. It's just a, you know he's getting back with Mira. It's very it's very interesting. Anyway, so uh, so but the I, Flash I have never read any of it. So you've got I have a, uh, the Flash ring. I have uh, action figures. I have a John Wesley ship iteration of the action figure next to the Grant Gustin, who is the current CW Flash. Okay. Uh, I have. <laughs> Do you have st- like statue statues I do too? Have statues. Do you have like the bust kind yes. of situations? My wedding cake. Okay. Generally, you have like, uh, you know, the groom in a tuxedo sure. and the 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 bride in her little dress. I had New Fifty Two Flash. Okay. Was my was the cake groom. topper? Yep. Yep. And my wife was a Tyrannosaurus Rex because that's what she wanted. Well, fair enough. Good. So that our- sounds uh, like a very fun <laughs> wedding. It was a very fun wedding. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers of the Dork Forest, this is Jackie Cation, and this is an ad for Simple Health, which is birth control delivered to your door. It makes birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with an online prescription and free home delivery. This could not be more important, seriously. With the way things are going in the world right now, you're going to want to make sure that you have access to healthcare. Simplehealth.com slash dork, or you enter the code dork at checkout. So what you do is you fill out an online health profile. A doctor reviews that you're a good candidate for birth control and writes you a prescription. You pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans, starts at 15 bucks a month without insurance, and a better way to get birth control, I can't even I can't even think of it. So there is online messaging if you have any questions, right? So if you have questions, your birth control isn't working out, or you need help with cost, their patient experience team and doctors are just a message away. There's no hidden fees, just a promise of continued care. It's simplehealth.com. So the annual prescription fee is usually 20 bucks, but Rangers listeners get to try Simple Health for free with my code. Oh, wow. So it's entirely free with the code. Oh, that's great. Anyway, so if you're from a small town, try to find a clinic. Try to find some banana head who's going to want to shame you or talk to you about your choices. Just live your life. You get to be a whole person and have birth control. So if you live in a remote area, it's easier. There's access. Over 19 million people don't have reasonable access to contraceptive methods, and a third of women have taken their birth control inconsistently to save money. Uh, That's unacceptable, and these people are doing something about it. So go to simplehealth.com. Use the code DORK, or you can go to simplehealth.com slash DORK, or enter the code DORK at checkout for your birth control needs. All right, let's get back into the show. There we go. I like that. What uh, We got married, and... um, Andy's best man was in charge of the rings. Mm -hmm. And so when it came time to hand Andy the rings, he handed him two uh, Green Lantern rings. And Andy was like, nope. And uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> and then the correct rings were, uh, which your... these are Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, they're el- the Elven rings. Ooh. So whatever. But uh, they were, are based. I wanted to just get the ones that were in the Sky Mall. Right. <laughs> and he was like, we're not having wedding rings from the Sky yeah. Mall. You'll be happy to know. Yeah. We're getting them made uh, with white gold. And nice. I was like, oh, that's very pretty. Excellent. So, um, and now the Sky Mall is no more. They might be even of more use, of more you know, I know. Value. Have you ever bought know. anything from Sky Mall? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, believe I bought. Oh, it's not there anymore because it's Halloween's way over. But um, a zombie coming out of the earth. Yeah, it was like a hundred dollars, and it was like ten years ago I bought it. I bought one of those inflatable blow-up pillows where if you put it on the tray on the airplane, like you sleep on it. Uh, oh, really? And I bought it for my first overseas tour in 2008 yeah. to go to Iraq, and uh, I goddamn left it <laughs> on a plane flying back. Of course. So I, I I had it, and it was the most uncomfortable thing. Like you had to. I was. I thought you were going to revisionist history <laughs> nope. that it was the greatest thing in the nope. world. Worst thing. It, like. <laughs> In the catalog, it looks so great because it's, if you can imagine, you put the tray down in front of you right. and then you blow up this kind of triangle-ish looking air pillow thing and you put it on the tray uh, for, for people who are trying to imagine. And then you just put your face on the side of it and the guy looks so peaceful. Yeah. And it was the worst so. goddamn thing. Not so. I think it cost me like A 80 lie. bucks. Someone's li- oh, 80 bucks. I think that's what it cost me. Yeah, but yeah, in my mind, bad. I was like, I'm flying back to Iraq this time not to shoot things. So maybe I'll, I'll have a, a yeah, pillow with me. Exactly. I'll have uh, I'll have uh, luggage to, to hang out with. Worst thing. Oh, my God. That's so funny. What Do you have any of the uh, original comic books? I'm going back to The Flash. I have a... You know what? I have fans who know that I'm a nerd and they yeah. will bring me like Issues? carded, oh. bagged, like... 1960s, 1970s flashes. Wow! And I have I have a long box full of, of comics various that, yeah, comics that, that, that fans will bring me. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty intense. Like the first time someone brought it to me, I was like, "Oh, that's so sweet!" And then I I think I mentioned it like either on a podcast or something. And then I will go to shows and fans will bring me what about, issues of the Flash. What about dupes? You got um, duplicates? I, I have a couple duplicates, and I'll, I'll give them to my nephews because I'm trying yeah. to pass my nerdum on. Sure, you got it. Well, you yeah. got to start them young. Give yeah. them a potato knish right out well, the gate. I'm the I'm the cool uncle. Yeah, so sure you like, are. Whatever the... Uncle Tom wants, just, <laughs> we're gonna do. So. Right, he he must know something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the one on TV. You do know something. I do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so that's how you get chicks. That's uh, right. Please don't get chicks. You're married. <laughs> And uh, unless that is I'm passing some that decision, on to them. there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, unless that's some decision between you and your wife. Well, they use uh, my fame to get girls because they're in high school now. One's in college. Okay. So like, uh, my nephew, I saw a picture of him on Instagram with like his prom date or something. Yeah. And I was like, how did you score such a hot date? Because you have this weird body and you. Right, goofy looking. He goes, I told her you were verified on Instagram. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, you got to use the tools in front of you. I was like, I've never and been so uh, proud of you before. There you go. Do what you got to do, my friend. Yeah. And uh, just treat everybody nice. So what, uh, do you, are you currently reading The Flash? Um, I, I was reading Rebirth. Okay. I was coming back. Yep. Uh, my wife works at Warner Brothers. Okay. So she's got access she's to... DC stuff. D- right, right. Yeah, And yeah. so she'll bring me... I'm, I'm basically just reading whatever she brings me. Oh, now. fair enough. So it yeah. started with Rebirth. Um, uh, and I've just... It's so hard. There's so much good 
media now. So much good TV. Right. right. It's it's far too. It's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. If you're not reading the Flash, I'm okay. I'm more than supportive. Yeah. I'm not watching anything. Very right. sad. We just started to throw uh, money at Disney, which is dumb, uh, because we're not watching any of it. Right. Uh, the, all the stuff we have already. Yeah. So it's all very sad. I have Apple Plus because yep. we got new phones this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have not even logged on yet. Nope. Yeah. Uh, there's just and and everybody's doing great work, and I'm psyched yeah. that there's plenty of work. There's yes. That's, uh, yes, that's good. That's wonderful for everyone, and I'm glad <laughs> everyone's nailing it. But so you watch the TV? Did you watch the TV show? Is that I am still on? Tuesday nights at the Tran House. Yeah. Oh, are, you're watching it real time. We, my wife and I, it's the only night that we definitively have to be together. Okay. When the flash is so on. So it's not even date night. It's flash night. It's flash night. Okay. And it's because the rest of the week is like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, more than likely I'm doing a show. If I'm on the road, I'm yeah. gone Thursday through Sunday. Right. Um, she has her own thing. She yeah. does dance and she she has a side business. So right. it's like the only night for sure right. that we are together is flash night. How long has it been on? It's season six now. Okay. Yeah. Um. I remember, I didn't see any of it, but um, some people, I mean, people I know love it. Mm-hmm. And it's got, um, it had a real good comic book vibe, everyone said, from the beginning. And then there was some crossover with Green Arrow that was a little troubling, but it was, it, it, it regrouped and it was great, is what I heard. This is... That's how, all I know about this it. This is how I've explained this to people, because okay. I'm a huge Berlanti nerd. Greg Berlanti, who uh, executive produced and he, he created... Uh, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl. Not, okay. Not, but the, for the shows. For okay. the CW shows. There you go. Greg Berlanti currently has on the air, as of right now, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Batwoman, Riverdale. I mean, these are all shows he's... Ex- uh, okay. Uh, what's the one? Uh, sub- the Creepy Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, okay. Teenage Witch on, on Netflix, which is fantastic. I didn't think I was going to like it. Yeah. Amazing series. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, is... It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. And it's great. So Greg Berlanti has said he always wanted to do a Flash show. Okay. He's a big Flash guy. But the network said, no. (laughs) Right. So he said, let me do Arrow first. Okay. As kind of a, in his mind, a backdoor to get to the Flash. Because he knew if he could kill it with Arrow... They'd give him backdoor to Flash. So he did two seasons of uh, Arrow, which is basically Batman. Okay. Except Because not... he's he's an archer, obviously. Yes. Right? But he's a billionaire playboy. He doesn't he's not a superhero. Okay. He just has, has stuff. Has stuff and he's got he's really good with arrows. Okay. So two <laughs> seasons of Arrow, kill it. All right. They backdoor in the Flash. So yeah. what, then what happened was all the good writers from Arrow moved to Flash. Uh oh. So now the Flash is killing it. Right. But they had to bring in the B team for, for Arrow. Arrow. But at the same time, they were prepping Supergirl for CBS. Right. So now he's got Arrow and Flash on the CW, Supergirl on CBS. Okay. CBS does what CBS does and makes a show not good. So CBS drops Supergirl. Supergirl moves to CW. Now he's right. got Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl. Right. So now the writers that left Arrow to go to Flash are now on Supergirl to make Supergirl good. Right. And then you have this like... You, you, if you watch the seasons, you can go, oh, this is why the season wasn't so great. It, can, it becomes uneven because they have to sort of reinvent the wheel. Right. With okay. new writers. Yeah. And then, then he got Legends of Tomorrow, which is all like, it was a show that nobody thought was going to go. It was like Guardians of the Galaxy, except for 
CW characters. Right. Because it's like, nobody gives a shit about the Adam, Hawkman, um, uh, Black or White Canary, and, you know, Captain Steel. But okay. he made it this fun, right. goofy show. Cool. And, and then Black Lightning happens, and now he's got Batwoman. And every year for the last few years, they've been doing an epic crossover. Okay. Just like in the comics. Oh, so cool. This year's... <laughs> I'm willing... I, I, I would be more than willing to watch an epic crossover. I'm unwilling to buy 13 comic books over uh, five different uh, titles. Right. Uh, because that is confusing and expensive. Yes. Okay. So this year is actually the last year of Arrow. Okay. Uh, eight seasons. Eight seasons. Stephen Amell's done. Okay. So this year, the crossover is... in. Uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, wow. And it is across all six shows. Okay. So you have Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Titan, or Legends, um, Batwoman, and, and uh, Black, uh, Black Lightning. Lightning. And there's rumors that the Titans characters from the DC streaming universe are going to show up. And this is how epic, right. Jackie, this is how epic yeah. this crossover is. <laughs> Not only do they have the CW characters right. who are playing their current iterations of whatever. Right. John Wesley Shipp, who played The Flash in 1991. Yeah. In the current series of The Flash, he plays Barry Allen's father. Oh, okay. He also plays Jay Garrick, this the Golden Age Flash. Okay. And he also plays the 1991 Flash. Wait, the, the same actor? The same actor. Okay. So they brought back the guy who played The Flash in 1991. Right. Last year they did... What's uh, his name? John Wesley Shipp. Okay. So last year they did um, uh, another crisis crossover. Uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Elseworlds. And, okay. So he plays the father. He, he plays, plays the father. He plays old. On Earth 1. He right. He plays. Old Flash? Jay or? Garrick, the Golden Age Flash from Earth 2. Okay. And last year from Elseworlds, he played his Flash character from 1991, which they call Earth 91. Okay. And they brought him in. And wow. Berlanti's been doing that across all the shows. So, like, Helen Slater, who played Supergirl mm-hmm. in the 1980s Supergirl movie, okay. plays Supergirl's adopted mother on the show. Okay. Um, they ha- uh, For a crisis this year, they're bringing in Burt Ward, okay. who played Robin, obviously. Nobody knows who he's going to play yet. Okay. They teased a photo from the crossover yeah. that said... <laughs> Billionaire Bruce Wayne marries uh, heiress Selena Kyle, and the photo of Bruce Wayne that yeah. they had was Michael Keaton's Batman '89 Bruce Wayne. Okay, so they are bringing all of the characters from all like they're reaching uh, the uh, Tom Welling from Smallville is coming back to play Super uh, play Clark Kent. Okay, um, John, I love this. John Cryer plays Lex Luthor on Supergirl, but okay. also he played. Lenny, in Superman 2, he was Lex Luthor's nephew. goofy nephew. Okay. So now he plays Lex Luthor on Supergirl. And Wait, John Cryer plays Su- Lex Luthor on, Lu- on Supergirl? Lex Luth- yes. It is That is interesting. Epic. And the, the thing is, Berlanti loves these characters so much. I love John Cryer so much. Yes. I've always enjoyed John Cryer. Uh, he was on that Two and a Half Men business that Forever. I couldn't... Right, I couldn't watch... It turns out, that wasn't made for me. So uh, I <laughs> did... I did. Me. Well, and f- fair enough. Good good to know. Because uh, it was made for my brother. Yeah. Uh, one of my brothers who thought it was dumb but funny. And I'm like, 
well, just the first one. Anyway, so, but people loved it. And uh, and I was like, that's fine. If you like it, it's for you. I always watch the last five minutes because it came on right before Flash. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> but John Crusoe, oh, John Cryer's Lex Luthor. That does sound, when is that? The crisis starts, uh, I mean, the, the season's already started. The season's five, se- five, Eps in. five episodes in, but the crisis will start December, I want to say December 8th. Okay. And then it spans across all all five shows. So it's like it's five hours worth of TV. So Wait, it's, is, is The Flash an hour-long TV show? They're all hour-long. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they're not sitcom-like. They're no, full hour-long. They're full. Okay. They're full. And they all have their own character show-wise. I mean, like... I watched the first two seasons of Supergirl. Okay. Because it not had... Not the greatest seasons. No, I actually... Or... Uh, maybe it was the first two seasons when it came over to CW. Because what I liked was... Um, What's her face who played the mogul, her boss? Oh, um, uh, Allie Mary, McBeal. Allie McBeal, um, yes. So Allie but Mc, not really Allie McBeal. But obviously, uh, that's the character's name yes. that she played in the 90s. Yes. But, uh, so, but she freaking was my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, hands down. Cat Grant. Cat Grant uh, was the name of the character. Yeah. And um, It's funny that I can't, I can remember both of her characters. I can't right? remember her actual name. <laughs> exactly. I stopped watching Supergirl when Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. beca- uh, got superpowers or started uh, became, fighting uh, crime. Yeah, it became whatever. Guardian. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. like, mm, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Even though I am reading Jimmy Olsen right now, right. and Jimmy Olsen uh, Matt, re- being written by Matt Fraction is very funny. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, he's uh, an idiot. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> but that's also Earth 38. So it's not. Earth Prime. Okay. It's uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 not whatever. What is? Uh, I know that. So did, th- didn't DC combine all the Earths into one? They did with, uh, Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths when Barry Allen died in the comics. Yeah. And that's when Wally West took over. That's when all the the multiverse thing. Because what's great is Greg Berlanti has done that. He's doing all the multiverse thing. Like Flash, there's they're constantly going to like. Earth 2, Earth 3, Supergirl's on Earth 38. So with Crisis on Infinite Earths, and here's the thing, Black Lightning technically is not in the Arrowverse. They've never mentioned Black Lightning. He's never mentioned any of the other characters. And is he supposed to be in that same town? He's going to, no, totally different town. Okay, that's the good news. They might not know each other. Right. That'll happen. But he's showing up in the Crisis, which means... This could be CW's way of going, okay, just like uh, with the Crisis on Infinite Earths where we, we put everything into one continuity. Right. Which was so convoluted in the end anyway because they wound up breaking the universe again and doing the rebirth. Right. They, yeah, they had to. Like New 52. Re- yeah. Was, so, but they're I, giving it a shot. They're giving it a shot. <laughs> and if I trust anybody, I trust Greg Berlanti. Because okay. Because... That, from, that guy loves it, and he and he and he I have loves heard, it so much, right? And he really seems to to really have a good a good uh, sort of a good flavor and a good touch with the whole of the DC universe. And like it's always been admired the DC TV stuff more so than the DC uh, movie stuff, right? Because you have a showrunner who loves the mythology, yeah, and and, and has some some long box. Yeah, he, he lives inside of a long box. Zack Snyder infamously hates the character of Superman. Oh God! And and they gave him the tentpole character for the DC universe. Like he didn't like Superman. He wanted to do Batman. But just like Berlanti, they're like, you do Superman first, then maybe we'll give you Batman. But he hates 
Superman. the character of Superman. So he did a bad job. He did a terrible job. And that's yeah. why the DCEU is they they've effectively shut it down. Right. Because they they wanted to do You know, I watched Aquaman <laughs> on the back of a uh, a chair on the TV uh on the on an airplane right. and I didn't mind it at all. It was <laughs> I fine. Thought, I thought it was fine. I thought so, it had uh, I thought it was good looking mm-hmm. and I thought it was James Wan did a great job. And I thought it had it had a lot of potential is what mm-hmm. I really thought. Um, but it was an individual movie that they weren't trying to jam into a universe before there was a universe. Like right. they wanted to skip all the stuff that Marvel did with the 11 movies that they did before. Like Marvel did the Iron Mans and the Captain America and the Hulk and the Thor before they got to the Avengers. Right. Like DC went uh, Man of Steel, which is garbage, even though it's our tentpole character. We're going to do Justice League. And yeah, like two (laughs) movies later, we're doing Justice League. Right. Because Wonder Woman was wonderful, too. I had feels when I left Wonder Woman. Uh, I've seen Wonder Woman at least a dozen. I own it. Um, But... uh, yeah, and I have all the MCUs, but I have a hard time with some of the DC DCU. But mm-hmm. I I've always wanted to get, you know what? There's so many things I want to get into. <laughs> much like uh, you were just talking about how there's so much great so media. Much. Um, but I would. Uh, so do you end up watching when it's those big crossovers? Because you you watch the Flash most, mostly, but do you right. end up watching all five of them and just I, to get it? Um, the good thing is with the crossovers is you don't necessarily have to watch all of them. Oh, that's incredibly polite of them. Well um, done. Like the first couple years of the crossover, it was very it w- <laughs> another brilliant thing that Greg Berlanti did. The first couple years of the crossovers, they weren't these epic things because the Flash backdoored into Arrow. Like they did a backdoor pilot where Barry Allen, before he was a Flash, when he was just a Central City uh, PD. Um, uh, Police officer? A forensics officer. Okay. Shows up in Star City as a forensics officer. Okay. And he's he's the goofy Barry Allen. He's late for stuff. He can't be on time. He's too slow. Oh, he's slow. Because he's not the Is he weird, Weirdly enough, he's slow. Yes. Oh, I yes. guess I guess I see what they're doing there. So they did this great back door where like at the end of the episode, spoilers for anybody who doesn't know how the Flash turns into the Flash, right. he gets hit with the lightning in his um in his forensics office and the, okay and that's how they got the flash so these the first couple years of the crossovers were very they're like oh look flash is showing up in supergirl okay for one episode yeah or uh arrow pops into an episode of flash for a couple scenes mm-hmm. but by like the third year they're like all right full out at they're all the cast members are shooting across the episodes like yeah it's weeks of filming where what town does flash live in Central City. He lives in Central City. Yeah. He the is is it Barry Allen? Is Barry that Allen. the character's name on yep. the TV show? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the original Barry Allen mm-hmm. Flash is what we're going with here. It's the uh, Silver Age Flash, yes, Silver Age to go with, and yeah. um, and then uh, he gets his powers via a lightning bolt. Lightning hits his the chemicals in his forensics ah, office. Okay, uh, that's how it happens in the comic. Okay, they do it a little differently. Okay. But Pretty close. Done very well. Okay. I mean, logistically, it happens the same way, but okay. the reasoning behind it is a little different. Sure. And it's, uh, they do it very well. Tom Cavanaugh, who, who who's on the show, yeah, uh, amazing. Okay. He plays the same character, but plays a different character. It's. it's Wait. What What does he play? He is um, the first season again. Spoilers for anybody. Yeah. Uh, he plays. Um, Harrison Wells, okay. who is Barry's mentor. Okay. But Harrison Wells is actually dead. Okay. And he was 
taken over his his body or well, his Ooh, face. Parasites. Wasn't so much a parasite as it was technology from the uh, 23rd century. Sure. He was taken over by Eobod Thawne, who is the reverse Flash. Uh, it's, what's it's a the whole, reverse Flash? The reverse Flash, there are... Uh, is he super slow? It's his... It's his. Uh, instead of a red suit with a yellow lightning bolt, he has yeah. a yellow suit with a red lightning bolt. Wait, is he just his evil twin kind of thing? Or? He is uh, a speedster from the future, and there are different iterations of the reverse Flash. There's the reverse Flash, there's Professor Zoom, and depending on which character you're talking about, the names are interchangeable. Okay. Basically, the reverse Flash was... A speedster from the future who idolized Barry Allen. He idolized the Flash, and he wanted to become the Flash, and he wanted to be like his best friend. And there's there's different retcons of the character, but right. like the original retcon, the original story was he was a speedster from the future who wanted to be like the Flash. So he got a formula to give himself the same speed power, but it, it, he found out instead of being good like the Flash, uh-huh. he was destined to be his arch enemy. Oh, wow. So he becomes the reverse, quote unquote, of the Flash. Okay. So he calls himself the reverse Flash. Right. Um, and he comes back to torment him. He doesn't try to kill him. He doesn't try to... He just to, wants to bother him? He, literally, that's all it is. <laughs> he comes back to bother Barry Allen. And he's the and he's called the reverse Flash. Okay. Yeah. That um, is a terrible... That's, that's some <laughs> shitty writing right there. It's so good. But it manifests in obviously in a very good way. It's so good. The, sh- the way Berlanti does it is so good. Thank God. Yeah. Because that sounds right. like what someone you, gave up. You tell a and, normal person, they're like, what's wrong with you as a person? Why are you doing that this? That feels dumb. Yeah. But if it's done well, I'm on board. Yeah. So cool. So there's so there's those characters. Yes. And then he has to learn that he is the Flash. Barry, Barry, he winds up getting his powers, and then the learning arc is it? Is it like a montage? Does he just figure out? No, it's a season long. Him here's, figuring out here, and I don't want to give it away without spoiling it. But uh, I will. I will put a thing that says all we're doing is celebrating the Flash. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't sweat it. Go ahead. Eobod Thawne mm-hmm. in the show is that is, is that backwards? No. Eobod Thawne. I want it to be... <laughs> you want it to be yeah, like... I want it to be reverse anagram words. of Barry Allen. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is not. It's just a weird 23rd century name. That's um, it. Eobod Thawne. And he... He has to teach Barry how to be the Flash because he's stuck in present day and he can't get back to the his future, future okay. unless Barry learns how to be the Flash. So the first season, it's the reverse Flash teaching the Flash how to be the Flash. Weird. It's crazy and it's so good. Oh wow. At first it's so good. Yeah, yeah. And there were I mean, again, once like they had new shows coming on and other yeah. other uh, uh other series came on, they had to move writers around and stuff, but it yeah. was uh The Flash hands down my favorite show. Okay. Um Arrow second. Oh really? O- only because Arrow is it it started the universe. Uh, I love Legends of Tomorrow. It's goofy. It's silly, goofy fun. Okay. I just started watching Batwoman. Um, it's How many fine. episodes are in it? It's four or five at this okay. point. It's early. Um, it's early days. Yeah. Uh, just and it's just started. Is it this on year. the CW? It's as also well? on the CW on Sunday okay. nights. Um, uh, Black, Black Lightning. Lightning. I kind of fell off uh, the first season. Okay. Um, and I've given up on Supergirl. I just, okay. I just can't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I cover all of this on my podcast, Sex Jokes and Rock and Roll, where I talk nerd stuff with my my guest 
uh, or my regular co-host Enrique, who's the vice president of the Laugh Factory. <laughs> oh, that's right, your buddy uh, Enrique. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. And I am talking, by the way, with Tom Tran, Hi. who is underscore Tom T H O M Tran T R A N, and uh, that's where it is everywhere. Yeah. So um, good to know. Now, here's what I want to know about the Flash. Okay. Because here, the Quicksilver. Because I'm Marvel. I, from Marvel. Okay. I'm I'm more dipped in Marvel, so right. that's the only comparison I've, I've got. I, I love Marvel as well. Right. So remember in X-Men, mm-hmm. he was the best character in the current X-Men movies. Yes. And it is shown him being fast. Right. And what life is like for him mm-hmm. and how slow everybody mm-hmm. is and how annoying it is. And so when he does stuff fast, they slow everything down. Mm-hmm. They play a nice old rock tune. Right. He he jams around to it. He does he makes I, things different. I love the way they did that. They did an amazing job. How do they manifest it in the flash? Uh, it depends on the scene. Okay. It's a lot of I mean it's TV, so the money isn't there. Right. Like famously, I think that scene in X-Men where he's running around like the first time we see that took a month to shoot. Literally took 30 days to shoot because really? they had super they needed super high output bright lights. Yeah. Um and it was like obviously they're shooting in high speed camera, but that scene took thirty days to shoot. Because it was, I, it, wow. Yeah, just because of the angles of the cameras, how many cameras they needed, how much power they needed, and reset, you know, setting and resetting a show. It's sort of like um, uh, stop action. Yes, it had to be like stop action. Yes, maybe. almost like that. You know what? I never even considered. <laughs> I was like, "That's really cool." Right. And then it took a month to do. It took a month to shoot that scene wow. famously, and it just—I mean—and it, clearly, it's the scene everybody loves out of that movie. Yeah, and because um, the rest of that movie, I like the casting on it quite well, actually. Yeah. But the writing and the and the rest of that movie yeah. is kind of garbage. It, it's a lot. Garbage. Um, but it's. Um, but that scene was definitely right. so. How, how does how, so how because do do Flash it? is TV? They don't yeah. have. They don't a have movie money. They don't, they don't have the B, time. Movie. Yeah, I mean, I think they take like when and whenever Kevin Smith directs an episode, he's like, "Yeah, we shoot for like ten days." Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on the scene and what they're doing, but a lot of it is um, what they call zooping. Okay. And uh, how they shoot it is everybody is standing there, mm-hmm. right? And one scene, it's it's again almost like stop stop motion where it's like. Yeah. One scene, Barry isn't there. Yeah. They hit pause. Yeah. <laughs> and then he runs in. He's like, oh, and they call it zooping on the show. Oh, right, and, right. Uh, and, and the crew. But oh, like, that makes sense. One second he's there. The next second, he, uh, one second he's not there. The next second he is. And he's got to zoom away the same same way. Right. Same deal. They shoot it with him there. Mm-hmm. And then they pause. And then he leaves. <laughs> and there's, I mean, they have some special effects. And it's it's good for TV. But it's not, it's, it's very much like, they're, it's a lot of that. Yeah, they don't just, do the slow motion thing. No. Um, I think once in a while they'll do that if the scene calls for it, but I'm yeah. sure in the writer's room, they're like, guys, it costs a lot of money. We would love to do that. Let's, in other news, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have TV budget. There was so. um, a famous story of Greg Berlanti, and this is one of the reasons I love Greg Berlanti. <laughs> we are uh, on our sixth reason of why Tom um, Tran loves Greg Berlanti. Among so many reasons. There was an episode where they had... Uh, uh, Gorilla Grodd, who is uh, one of the Flash's infamous <laughs> characters, uh, he right. is a big tele, uh, telegraphic. How do you spell G R O O D. Is okay. that Grood or G R? Yeah. O D maybe yeah, yeah. and whatever. I get it. But he is this big telegraphic 
Gorilla. Yeah. And infamously, he has something called Gorilla City. And the way <laughs> they had written it, because again, TV money, TV mm-hmm. budget, um, there was an episode where he was going to Gorilla City. Okay. And the way they had written it, because they were thinking about budgets, God bless the writers for doing this, mm-hmm. but it was just a jungle okay. and a sign that said, this way to Gorilla City. <laughs> Very cheap. It was like literally a dude scrawled this way to Gorilla City. And yep. Greg Berlanti was like, what is this? We are not going to set up Gorilla City and just have a sign that a four-year-old painted. Right. This way to Elephant uh, Burial Grounds. Yes. Uh, wow. That would ruin every Tarzan movie ever right. made. So, okay. so Berlanti goes, how much money do we need to make this happen? He goes, <laughs> right. take it out of my salary. Oh, really? Berlanti was like, look, whatever it's going to cost to digitally, <laughs> at the very least, digitally create this city, Right. take it out of my salary. Right. Don't use the special effects budget. Right. I'm going to pay for this because there's no way I'm going to let this way to Gorilla City <laughs> right. fly. Yeah, that that that's not that will reflect poorly upon him. I When uh, I heard that, I was like, oh, I want to hug this man. Oh I just want to make it Have creepy. you ever got to meet him? No, but my boss's wife, or my wife's boss. Okay. Uh, I guess I don't know if this is too much information. I mean, he my it's my, right. my wife's boss works on Warner Brothers, obviously. Right. Knows Berlanti. Okay. And I have told my wife many times. You tell your boss if he wants our marriage to work. <laughs> I'm going to meet Berlanti right. and hold him warmly in the bosom of my arms uh, and just stroke his hair and make it that's weird. That's it. Just make it weird. That's all, that's all I want. You just you, yeah. the thing is, is there's if there's an opportunity, and I'm sure she she goes to work, and if if his name comes up, she's like, "Is there going to be a meet and greet? Because <laughs> uh, I got a fella at the house, yeah. and uh, who would really like yeah. to meet him? Yeah. And uh, fair enough. Yeah. You know, because the the thing is, is there's people you want to meet. Yeah. And, and, and that's by all accounts, nicest guy. That's great. I haven't heard any bad things about. Oh, that's awesome. Berlanti. That's uh, that uh, that guy that directed uh, the X Men. On the other hand, kind of a creep. Yeah, Turns Brian out, Singer, yeah, yeah, Brian Singer, yeah, Creep Factor t- Eleven, I think, yeah. off the charts a little bit. Also ruined Superman Returns. Yeah, unnecessary. Why do you got to break things? Yeah. And be a weird, gropey, rapey dude. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I you were talking about stand up earlier. I just saw. Um, Chad Daniels over the weekend and um, he has an old bit that an old like from one of his earlier albums about how he's raising his son and he's like when his son turns 16 he's like drive safe don't rape these are the two messages (laughs) that I want to give my son Uh, drive safe and do not rape good and he sells a bumper sticker that says drive safe don't rape and you're like where are people putting that Greg Uh, I don't know uh, but it's such a simple message it's a simple message that is also he has a a new bit that I don't know if it's I gotta find out if that's on something but it's about how his daughter who just turned 15 um, he said you know I need her to respect me but I want her also to know that she needs to be respected So I find myself saying the weirdest things in the world where I'm just like, put down your phone, get your ass over here and pick this shit up. That is okay for a father to talk to a daughter like that. It is not okay for a boyfriend. If a boyfriend talks like that, you leave his ass. Right. But get over here and pick this shit up. And uh, <laughs> and then he does this great bit about it. It's very funny. Anyway, so um, I don't know. So So... We're in sixth season with Flash. Sixth season with Flash. So you think it'll be two more seasons? Uh, 
you know you what? Think that's the at some uh, as long as at some point my agent gets me on that show. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. You don't care. As long, <laughs> no, you just I want to go on. You want to be in canon. I want it to go on as long as possible. You know, like three of my friends are on that show. Okay, and guess were they your roles. friends before? Yes. Or did you somehow meet them no. afterwards? So there you go. One of them. There you go. What what do two of two of them were play? have been on my podcast? Okay, and both of them refused to tell me that they were going to be on the Flash because they knew I was going to be like, <laughs> take me to Vancouver. I'll buy. I'll take my own flight. I'll be exactly. your assistant. I just want to sit just on go. that. Let me just sit I'll on the go. set. I'll just just take me up there. Please. I won't talk. I won't say a word. I'll just sit here. <laughs> and they're like big guest stars. Okay. And what did what, they What did they get to play? Uh, one of them was Goldface. Goldface is, an, is he's a, a villain. He's a Sounds bad like guy. A villain. Um, and his uh, my friend who played Goldface. Yes. Was, his name is Damien Potier. Okay. Uh, he also played famously. He was. You will like this. Yeah. Remember at the end of Avengers, the first time you saw Thanos turn his face and he grinned. Yeah. That's Damien. Oh. That he got cast he, for that before uh, Brolin. Before Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. He, and then he also wound up in I want to say was it uh, Civil War? Okay. But he got his ass kicked um, by Scarlett Johansson. Excellent. Um, in I think it was Civil War. Yeah, it was Civil War. Always fun. Yeah. Always fun when the Black Widow brings it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and my other buddy mm-hmm. Mark Valley, who mm-hmm. is a very successful actor. He is also an army veteran. He was a captain in the army. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He also, he had that show on Fox for a while called, um, oh God, why can't I remember the show he was on? It was another DC character. Mark Valley? Um, it's Mark, the man's name. Yeah, Mark, uh, he's the actor. He's, that's his real name. Uh, what did he play on The Flash? He played the lawyer that put The Flash in jail. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Is I that recurring? No, um, it was a. He could come back. He That's single the thing season about it. arc. Okay. Um, I mean, he was a he was a guest star for two or three episodes. Was he kind of a douchey kind of lawyer? Um, or was it douchey? Or, I mean, or was it just a misunderstanding? No, he was a he was he played a very specific character because the lawyer he played in the comic also put Barry in oh, jail. Okay. He was uh, it was during the trial of the Flash storyline. Okay, where, where, I don't know that one. Uh, Barry got. Was being tried for murder because he, he killed. Did uh, he somebody? Did he kill him really fast? <laughs> he did. Kind of flash, kind of fast. Uh, so Mark actually played that character on the show. Okay, but it was a uh, played the same character but a different sure. iteration of it. Right, but so. that was this. It was named. Yes, yeah, so it was they, a named character right. from the comics. Yeah, that uh, they just used. Yes. Yeah, they do that. They. Uh, it. I. I don't mind that. Is when. Is when they. Because the name is the thing that you're like, oh, cool, I read about this. And you're like, that's fine. Like Coulson in the Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, not Coulson, uh, um, spacing his name, he played in, in, in Black Panther, mm-hmm. the guy who played the CIA agent, the, uh, the colonialist. Oh, yeah, uh, he was um, also Bilbo. Yes. And he was also he was, uh, uh, Watson. Watson. Yes. And that guy... Um, I read that Black Panther arc where that CIA agent was introduced into uh, the 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 story when Black Panther's father is killed right. um, in Civil War, I think. Freeman. Um, Morgan. No. No. <laughs> it's uh, uh, we. Someone is yelling. Something Freeman. Yeah, someone's yelling at their phone. It's um, good. You Mark, guys. You Mark guys know played what I mean. Christopher Chance on the show Human Target. Human Target. Yes, on Fox. At is that a DC season. show too? Uh, it was a DC comic. Was it? Yeah. Um, okay. And funny enough, Martin Freeman. 
Martin, Fr- thank you. Martin Freeman. There we go. Now we're um, all caught up. The that character actually shows up in Arrow. Oh, Martin, the uh, the human target, Christopher Chance. Okay, shows up in Arrow. Mark wasn't playing him, but right. uh, it was somebody else. And I just love the way Berlanti is like, look, I'm just going to do all the fan service because I'm a, I'm a fan. He's like, yeah. I'm going to do, I mean. Just who, throwing in obscure characters. Goldface? Come on. Yeah. And I mean, like uh, for what the was cross- Goldface's pro- powers, if I might be so bold? His face turned gold. <laughs> that was his whole thing? <laughs> Does he ever shave? Sh- does he shave uh, and then pay for things with his face? Uh, I want I want Goldface to shave, and then um, I don't know buy breakfast for yeah. everyone. Anyway. Uh, for the crossover this year, Tom Welling, who played Clark Kent in Smallville, okay, is showing up as Clark Kent, like the in, later Superman in the crossover this year. Wow, in the Infinite Earth. So it's like it's this crazy. Just Berlanti's going. You know what? I I know what the fans want. Yeah, and I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, it's you know it's it what it is is it 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 it's so I think it I think everyone's a lot more sort of human and accessible now mm-hmm. maybe because of podcasts maybe because of the internet or whatever but like I think people can talk you know he's like I know the things that I want to see because I'm a giant fan right and now I have this job where I can do those things because I know that that's what I'd want to do because yeah. I'd be yes and then. And that's all it is, mm-hmm. you know. And it feels—it just feels a lot more human, you mm-hmm. know. I think the like the Feige guy, he's just like I want, yeah, I want it all to be. I I, I want the nerd that's you know going to Comic Con right. and the brand new kid to both have the time of their lives, right. you know. Right. And um, and so it has it has to have something for everyone. So I think that's great. My favorite story about Kevin Feige uh, was when. Um, McFeely and uh, the other writer of Civil War. Okay. They were working out the beats for Civil War and they had, you know, they had all the characters mapped out and the Spider-Man deal wasn't quite ready yet. Okay. They were talking to Sony and nobody had ever even mentioned it. But they were in the room trying to figure out because there were so many characters and Mm -hmm. like who's going to do what. And they had a story worked out. And they were going to plug in another character. I don't remember who it was. It might have been Ant-Man or Black Panther for this specific story arc for the thing. But right. Feige walks into the office and he goes, um, hey, guys, nothing's confirmed yet. But uh, and he does the Spider-Man thing with his whip, hand. Whip. Yes. Yeah. And they were like, is he really? Seriously? For real? Yeah. He goes, yeah, just. just. And he just does the Spider-Man <laughs> thing and then walks away. Like, that's my favorite story about that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is a certain point where you're psyched about all of these movies and all of these TV shows, and then it becomes sort of where absolute power corrupts absolutely, and you're just like the the weird mix up with Sony and uh, and Marvel about the Spider-Man thing mm-hmm. and everybody wanting credit and everybody wanting, you're like, nobody's living check to check over there. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Just live. Just we as fans yeah. would like to see the Tom Holland guy yeah. in all the more movies. Time. Yeah. At just one more. more. Yeah. One more. Just a nice triple. Just do the trilogy. That's it. And then, and then Miles can, Morales. Boom. The, whatever you got to do. That'll be. And uh, we want to see that. Yeah. And uh, that was such a delight. The Spider-Verse, of course. Um, Did you hear the news about Spider-Verse? No. So exciting. What? 1970s Spider-Man, Japanese Spider-Man. What? Did you ever see the live action 1970s Japanese? Yes. Yes. He is designed, the character has been designed, and they're 
planning him for Spider-Verse 2. Ah, sweet. Super Spider-Man. <laughs> That's like how he said it. <laughs> I can do that because I'm Asian. It's fine. Right. It's okay. And uh, you're, uh, you're, you're sticking the landing, so yes. it's still okay. Yeah. Um, wow. That is awesome, too, I'm though. so excited about that. That was a really good... Like, I heard normally when I hear, oh, this movie's so great, I'm like, mm, I will keep my expectations low. You got to keep them low. Even Kill- if even if you're living in hope, yep. you got to go in low. Yep. <laughs> crushed it. That movie crushed it. It really did. And I we own that as well. Yep. But uh, the, the weird thing is, is I've only seen that twice. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that... It's in the modern classics on Delta. So, uh, yeah, so I can watch it on the back of the chair. Well, I'm flying and, Delta next week. Well, there you go. Take a look into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just, I watch Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman over and over again, mm-hmm. just because, you know how, you know how it is. You, you, you like a little representation. Yeah. And uh, you're like, I'm in, I'm in. Captain Marvel was good. Wonder Woman gave me feels. That's the only, I don't know what it was about Wonder Woman. I think it was this perfect mix of comedy and action in the right beats. And like Christopher Pine was there, but he wasn't like, clearly he was just like, all right, Steve, you're over here. You got a couple funny lines. Right. But this is all Gail Godot. Steve's got, his, Steve's got, he's got his own work. Right. So he doesn't have to even be there. Right. But he is very handsome. And, uh, Easy on the and, and he's, uh, and he's a likable guy. Yeah. And I liked I, I liked the sort of the human sacrifice of him at the end of it, mm-hmm. quite honestly, because yeah. it felt like, yeah, that's what Steves do. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what good Steves do. Uh, Steves, Steves take the bullet. He's, he's uh, like a Morty. <laughs> is who's Morty? Rick from Rick uh, and Morty. Rick and Morty? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm interested to see how they, they bring him back for Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, they got to do so. Well, yeah, right? Yeah, he's back. I don't know how they're going to... I mean, they'll explain it some way, I'm sure. But... I'm sure he was frozen and then captured <laughs> by the Russians and then turned into a cyborg. Right Wait before the plane exploded, right. Captain America Because somehow him, swooped in. And they both got frozen in the and, ice. Uh, it's You know, I was... Uh, yeah, when Killmonger died at the end of... There's a lot of things happening here there that might be spo- spoilers. Yeah. But let me tell you something. It's okay, you guys. They're comic books. And so I know that the, the emotion when Killmonger died was real. Yes. Um, One of the best deaths. Oh, just gorgeous, his, right? His, I'd rather die free, free. than live a slave. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. feels. Just Are you kidding me. me? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, but here's the thing: buried at sea, mm-hmm. that means Namor finds him. That means Namor reanimates him, and that means we're okay. Yeah. So it'll be fine. Yeah. And the thing about Killmonger, he's such a fuck. Yeah. Uh, in the comics, he's <laughs> yeah. such a yeah. uh, just incredibly dark yeah. soul mm-hmm. of of revenge yeah. and anger. I'm the Killmonger arc that I just finished yeah. reading was incredibly well written, and uh, it's Tanahishi Coates, I think. Right. Okay. He was writing Black Panther. Yeah, he's writing Black Panther. And then he now he's writing Captain America and it's great. Ooh. Yeah. And the great thing about Tony Coates is that I only know him from comic books. <laughs> and I mentioned him to friends and they're like, stop talking. He's <laughs> grown ups are talking now. He writes nonfiction. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. He's a real person. And I'm like did you read his Black Panther though? Right. Yeah, his Black Panther <laughs> run was really good. It was really good. He's, he likes comic books too. And uh, anyway, so but uh, that's like Regan's bit about going to the museums is like, do you like Monet? Of course, I love Monet. <laughs> 
<laughs> I also uh, like checks. Oh, that's good. hilarious. He's such a goof. I just worked with him. Rick but one of his old um, jokes that I think is probably on one of his specials already, so I hope I'm not ruining. That's what I always fear whenever I quote somebody's <laughs> joke. But uh, the it was this whole thing about how he wants to buy a basketball team uh, for Miami just so he can have a press conference that said, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. <laughs> and then he wants to sell the team. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, Goofus McGoofus. Uh, it is a delight to even be around the dude. Uh, so, uh, Tom Tran, we have spent some of our time here discussing stand-up comedy. <laughs> And uh, we're pushing, we're pushing an hour. Okay. And I just want to make sure everybody knows it's to- underscore Tom Tran, T H O M T R A N. And uh, you do stand up, you go over, you perform for the troops. Thanks for that. Obviously, uh, it's uh, it's a cool thing to do, and it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. So uh, the thanks. Uh, As a former soldier, it's the it's, it's, you mean, give it's, back. Yeah. You, do you? I will ask. I could ask this off, but what the heck? Let's just ask it. But because uh, I find the stuff that I wrote when I went to Iraq uh, was that I came back and I did about going to Iraq mm-hmm. is funny for people who are not in Iraq. Right. Uh, but if you go back to like whenever I go into sort of a war, uh, a war zone where people are genuinely, they're like, well, they don't want to hear those jokes. They want to hear different jokes. I find that. Did you? You go more. You. I've been three times. You go. Um. Do they want to, because the thing is, is the stuff I talk about are just sort of like what, it, you know, uh, uh, about how you don't have to, about that it's a job and that it's, right. that you don't have to be, that you're scared and right. stuff like that. But it's, I think they, the the troops that I've seen since writing those bits were just like, yeah, we're living that right now. Yeah. So if you could write a joke about dogs, that'd be yeah, great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's such a different situation when you're downrange, yeah. meaning overseas, or when you're home garrison, because it's it's a different life. It's yeah. very much like, and I hate always having to quote this garbage movie because it is a garbage movie, despite the fact that it won an Oscar, uh, the Hurt Locker. Oh God, which uh, everyone has watched a thousand times. It's uh, I have never seen it. It's a as a soldier, as a combat soldier. And I, I, I was a consultant. I was a military consultant in right. Hollywood for many years right. working on projects. It's a garbage movie. Uh, they could have had a better military consultant because I spent the entire time sitting there going, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Like, instead yeah. of like being... Being able to watch a movie. Yes. Yes. Which my wife hates it. She will not watch military movies with me. She's <laughs> well, like, I'm sure she's, she's like, just it's like a goddamn movie. Right, we're just trying to trying to watch a movie over here. But fair enough. There's okay. uh, there's but there is one a good line. scene. Yeah, that is perfect, and it perfectly describes life after combat. And it's the end of the movie when he is in the grocery store and he's just like looking at an aisle full of cereal and he's looking back at the other aisle and it's just like this is life. He's like, I just came back from a combat zone. I just came back from yeah. Life or death, 24-7, 365. And now I'm standing. The most important decision I have to make right now is like what cereal to get. And that's a real that's a real thing that we feel when we come home. Yeah. That's that's I just re- got goosebumps, man, because that's that's because that's that's fascinating. Because it's no one tra- no one prepares us for that, what life is gonna be like after you come home from war. Cause yeah. 
you, that we people talk about that flip that's uh, that switch that gets flipped when you go from we call it from uh, safe to semi, mm-hmm. which is a means on our rifle we go from safe to semi-automatic, ready to fire. But you get on the ground and you're deployed. It's like you're going safe to semi and you're riding high on adrenaline 24 seven because if you don't, you're dead. Mm-hmm. I used to tell my soldiers all the time: complacency will kill you. Mm-hmm. Do not get used to whatever this is like at any point someone's going to start some shit so be ready all the time but then we come home oh how do you turn that off you don't there's no turning it off i've been home from iraq since 2004 right and there's no turning like i'm still like i don't hyper aware for 15 years all the time yeah i sit with my back against the wall i have to be able to see the door i walk into a room i know what the exits are i know what the entrances are I was on a cruise with my family last year, which I hate. It is a, it was a prison boat. And I tell my friends all the time, if I <laughs> Were liked- Were you doing stand-up? God, no. I told okay. my family, because it was a family tell reunion. Tell no one. Yeah. I was like, yeah. if anybody asks you what I did or what I do, I'm retired. Yeah. That's it. Don't tell anybody I'm a comedian. Don't tell anybody I work on yeah. in Hollywood. But they didn't understand how, how much that was affecting me, because it yeah. was a boat- for seven days with 5,000 people yeah. who were mostly drunk. Yeah. And I had to sit my dad down one time, and he is he's a combat vet, too. He was a prisoner of war in Vietnam. Right. I told my dad, I was like, yo, man, I walk into a room, and my first thought is, if shit goes sideways, who do I kill? What order do I kill them in? What's my exfil? The problem is, I'm on a boat. There's no exfil. Unless I'm taking a... If shit goes sideways, I got to take one of these extra... And like, that's... Those are scenarios that run through my head right. when I walk into any unfamiliar situation. Did like, your dad have anything good to say? Uh, he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we should have thought about that. I'm like, yeah, you probably should have thought about that. Because right. he's, been, he's been home. You know, He escaped from the POW camp in 78, 79. Right, so it's been 40 years. Yeah. But it's, so 40 years later, you've got to learn how to pick cereal, right? right? Yeah. I mean, but it's just like... Yeah, it's it's like anything. It, t- time doesn't heal the wound, right. but it makes it more I still, bearable. Because the war's still going on. I still have friends who deploy. I yeah. still have friends who are dying all the time. And it's not... There's... Like, my wife knows. This is... <laughs> uh, my wife does... She's, she has a church group. And yeah. She, um, but she never makes me to go to any of the things. Okay. <laughs> and one time her friend goes... Uh, how come Tom doesn't come to any like events like picnics or whatever? And she yeah. goes, ah, he doesn't like people and he's kind of a dick. <laughs> Which is her, that's her way of joking about it because right. she doesn't want to be like, look, he, he's going to freak out. He doesn't want to be around like the group of people he doesn't know and things could go bad. Like yeah, you takes, don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, and um, and she understands that. So like a good so comic. So what do you do in stand up? <laughs> so what? Do, so I mean, there's green rooms and there's mm-hmm. there's like I'm not particularly good with. I mean, I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, like I I don't have that. Yeah. So, uh, but so, what do you do? Do you sell merch? <laughs> um, general- Classic. <laughs> uh, I question. do, but okay. it's it's a it's almost a, it, it's a different situation where because you're at work. I'm on it does stage, help. and it's there's a table. the 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 crowd is directed at me, mm-hmm. and I am. Well aware of everyone and everything in the room. Right. Uh, if I'm standing there selling merch, my back is against the wall. Mm-hmm. I have 
one of my friends next to me. I have one, you know, and I know yeah, exactly. There's door which guys way. and yes. there's people and. Um, but I'm still hyper vigilant. Yeah. Um, like I did a I did a corporate event the other day where. Better af- you than me. After yeah, <laughs> uh, it was good. It was actually really good. Okay. Um, there's a line of people who came talked to me after, but it was like. I had just gotten off stage. Yeah. And I was like, hey guys, can we move this to a, 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 a little, little more secure location? Yeah. And like, I, it's, it's fine. Like, I'll talk to everybody. I stood yeah. there for a half hour talking to people. And uh, actually, one guy went to school with Scott Kennedy. Oh, really? Yes. Aww. That was an amazing little, like, he was like, hey, I went to uh, the military academy in Roswell, New Mexico with Scott Kennedy. Aw. And I was like, that, it was a very touching little thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, because Scott was the guy who took me to Iraq. I posted yeah. the thing just so everybody, yes. Rangers, you can know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he went to. Uh, he actually just emailed me today. I have to email him back. He's, oh, that's very oh, sweet. I will show you the photo he sent me of Scott at the military academy in Roswell. Oh my God, when he was a sweet. kid. Yes. Oh my God, that's yes. that's awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, I will. It's it's. I think it's different when I'm on stage. Like I play in a rock band too. Right. And that's. And we did not ever get to the music, the joy of music with <laughs> that's, Tom Tran. That's fine. We, that's for another episode. It is for another, because we um, are at a minute 10 uh, on our 10 here. But uh, yeah, it's it. different when I, it's, it's, it's situational. It's always situational, but I'm always very hyper aware. Like I'm still, if I see something rolling around in the freeway, driving yeah. down the road, like first thought is IED. Yeah. Like it's been over a decade and right. like I see a bag in the road, I'm like, this could be where uh, I explode right now, right. and I, I very quickly I'll swerve. I'll, you know, unless it's the four hundred five, then I just gently walk <laughs> around it because nobody's moving. On the right, right, yeah, it's very easy to do a edge around. Yeah. So um, I am sorry to cut you off, but uh, no, we're gonna uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up, and uh, I'm gonna have you back on this flash business. Uh, was fascinating because I didn't know anything about the flash. And now, again, I want to watch five more shows. They're, it's on Netflix. They have a deal with Netflix. They have a deal with Netflix? Yeah. They're well, all on Netflix right now. Well, that does help, yeah. actually. And the CW app. You can watch the first five episodes of the current uh, season. Fair enough. All right. Thank you for doing the show. Thank you. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?